0: Welcome to the Breaking the Tax Code podcast, your secret weapon to understanding your personal and business taxes, saving money, and the latest headline hype. Each episode breaks down important tax talk into easy-to-understand terms so you can get busy saving money or growing your business. And now for your host, with over 30 years of tax and saving money experience, tax expert, Karosh Moassasi.
1: Welcome to one of the first of many podcasts from Breaking the Tax Code with Kurosh. This podcast was born out of the need to help you, the taxpayer, understand better the sometimes intimidating or daunting world of not only paying your taxes, but learning how to strategize for maximum impact. My co-host is Kurosh, our in-house tax expert who's here to lead all of us to the light. Now, I have a confession here for everybody. I don't roll my tongue very well. Actually, I don't even roll it right at all. So I'm going to have Kurosh give you a lesson on how to actually pronounce his name beautifully.
2: Thank you so much, Caroline. Uh, You actually pronounced it pretty good. It is Kurosh, so we don't need to roll the R or anything else. It's perfect as you said it.
1: Excellent. So before we dive too deep into your top tips for the upcoming tax season, Kurnosh, I think our listeners need to know about your background and why you feel the need for us to even have these conversations.
2: Absolutely. Well, I've been actually doing business tax consulting and dealing with tax compliance for over 30 years. There is a lot of confusion and misconception and bad information out there. So I'm here, very excited to provide as much as I can in regards to tax information for the upcoming tax season.
1: This is so needed. You know, whenever you say taxes, you see the hair on people's necks just go up. You see the tension. So this is exactly why we're here. And I'm just so excited for everybody to get this information. So Karosh, it is your turn now. Take the reins and then let's jump right into your first tax tip. What is the biggest tax tip a taxpayer really needs to know? Right now, it's January. We're heading into 2023. What do people need to know?
2: Organization, organization, and organization. I know everybody tries to procrastinate and not file their taxes on time, or they try to push it as far as they can. But I want you to understand that The main thing that you need to do is this is the best month to do it. This is the month that you're going to be receiving all your W-2s, all your 1099s, all the mortgage statements, and everything that your accountant needs to have in order to file on time. This year for the tax year 2022, the filing date is April 18th, 2023. Don't ask me why April 18th and not April 15th. That is another story that we've been trying to deal with the IRS for a long time. So we pretty much gave up as tax preparers. So we just go along with what Uncle Sam tells us to do. And you, of course. So once you get organized and you get all your paperwork done, make sure you send it to your accountant quickly. Main reason for that. The sooner you send it, the quicker you will receive your tax refunds.
1: Can I pop in here with a really quick question? So when we're sitting by the mailbox waiting for all these things to arrive, do they have to be at our house by a certain time legally? Like at the end of January, does my employer have to have this information to me? Like when should I start to get nervous if I'm not getting things in my mailbox?
2: Excellent question, Caroline. Excellent. Your W-2s and anything that comes from your employer have to make it to your house or your mailbox or your email by January 31st of every year. If you haven't received it by then, you need to start bugging your employer. The 1099s that have to do with bank interest, your dividend, your capital gain, and all that they used to have the deadline of January 31st. However, now they have pushed it to February 15th and sometimes February 28th. And I hate to say it, March 15th. And I'm sure some of you have even experienced that you received those 1099s from your mortgage broker, you get your taxes done, and then guess what? All of a sudden you get contacted by your broker that, oh yes, there is an amended that we need to file and just keep waiting and we will send you a new 1099. And then what happens? You receive that, you send it to your accountant, the poor guy has to either amend your tax return or redo it. That's pretty much the dilemma that we have.
1: That does not sound like fun at all. But I guess that's why we have you, right?
2: Hopefully that's the case. But, you know, but I know there are situations that, you know, that life is busy. You know, you have a Hawaii trip coming up that you just want to concentrate on or or whatever this situation is. And you have to file an extension. Now, there is a huge misconception out there. And that is people think that filing for an extension means that you can extend the payment of the taxes, any potential tax liability. That is not the case. Filing an extension is for filing the paperwork, the actual paperwork. It doesn't excuse you from making the payment. So what your accountant has to do has to some sort of guesstimate as what your potential tax liability is and then send you send the payment to the IRS or the state for what he or she thinks your tax liability is going to be. So make sure, make sure you do send the payments because not sending the tax liability payment means up to 25% penalty and interest. So make sure you do that.
1: That is a very important tip and thank you for clarifying that. So I interrupted you in giving your tax tips. so please continue.
2: Well, I for tax tips, that's pretty much the number one items that you know the accountants always tell their taxpayers to do. So if you can actually get the organization going, get this stuff going, you, you have to remember something that we always tell the clients. If you are to do a tax refund, Why would you want the government to hold on to that refund, to hold on to your hard-earned money interest-free? Why would you want to do that? If you end up owing taxes, they certainly will charge you interest. So why do you want to extend the same courtesy to the government? Just think about that.
1: That's an excellent point. If I have money coming to me, I should want to get in there right away. Why should I wait till April or May or whenever the taxes come in?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Or I should say tax refund. I got to get specific here. And and actually on that note too. So let's say I get my taxes filed in February or March. When would I expect a return?
2: Well, if you have a refund coming, the sooner you file it, the sooner you receive your tax refund. We always recommend, obviously, electronic filing because by electronically filing, the human error is much less rather than sending it the old-fashioned way and just mailing the tax return. But one of the things we always also tell our taxpayers is make sure if you have a refund coming, you provide your accountant and the IRS with your bank information So that money can come to you as a direct deposit. And there is two reasons for that. One reason is that direct deposit on average is three weeks quicker than sending you the actual check. The second reason is that there's been a lot of mail theft. So when people expect that this is the time that people are potentially going to receive refund checks from the government, so what do they do? They drive on the streets, open mailboxes, take out the check that you've received from the IRS and go to one of these places that they cash the checks pretty much without any, fa- any IDs or a fake ID will do and they just take your money. And if that check is cashed and your refund has not reached to you and you will contact the IRS stating that you haven't received your refund, It would take a minimum, a minimum of one year for the IRS to investigate and send you a replacement check, a minimum one year.
1: That is not okay. Boy, if that isn't a big reason and an excellent tip of why you want to do direct deposit, I don't know what could be.
2: That's, That's true, Caroline. People also are under the con- misconception that I don't want to provide the IRS with my bank information. The IRS doesn't need to have my bank information, so I'm not going to provide that on my tax return. Well, guess what? The 1099 that you receive from the bank or from your brokerage firm, they have every piece of information you can imagine.
1: No secrets. No None. secrets. No secrets here. So now, can I throw out a question to you about a headline I just saw the other day when I was scrolling through my phone? The headline read, New tax brackets and other IRS changes can boost paychecks and lower taxes. So can you help me understand, actually help everybody here understand, what does that mean?
2: Great question, Caroline. I've actually been asked by my clients a few times this week as What the heck does this thing mean? Does it mean I pay less? Does it mean I pay more? You know, we have seven tax brackets. I'm not gonna get into the detail of what these tax brackets are. They are are quite complicated and uh, there is no time for that. I'm going to give you instead an example, a simple example. Let's say that you're a single person and you made $170,000 dollars. In 2022, you would have paid 32% tax on that $170,000. Now, the same person as a single taxpayer pays 32% on $182,000 of income. So, what does that mean? It means that they increase the threshold of the income. So, in brief, it means that you pay less tax. In general, so you can make more money and pay less tax. That's what that means. Now, the reason the IRS and the media and all that put this whole situation, this information out there that we have new tax brackets, everybody needs to be aware of it and do this, do, but they don't really tell you what you as a taxpayer need to do. What you need to do And this is something that a lot of people who are employees do not do, or the employers don't even implement, even though it is required to be done on an annual basis. What you need to do is you need to fill out a new Form W-4. Now, what is that Form W-4? W-4 is when you started working, if you all remember, your HR, department or your payroll department give you a form that they said mr and mrs jones we want you to fill out your name we want you to put your social security number on it and we want you to tell us how many deductions you want to claim or how many allowance you have the technical term is allowance that's you all did that as employees so what you need to do for 2023 you need to fill out a new W-4. So that means that they are going to adjust your withholding, your tax withholding for 2023, which means they will take out less taxes from your wages. And this goes back to what I said earlier. You want to have enough taxes taken out from your salary. So you are not sitting on a huge refund At the end of the year, when you file your annual tax return, interest-free from the government, it's better for you to have your money now. So you can go ahead, either pay your debts, invest, have a vacation, buy a car, or take your wife or husband out to a nice dinner. That's what the whole situation is about the new tax brackets.
1: Thank you for that clarity, I have to say wasn't fully sure. And on that note, I have to share with listeners that I'm very excited and very biased about this podcast, since I confess openly and freely here, that I have avoided learning anything about my taxes until now, I just defer to my expert husband, which in theory, sounded good, but it's actually a really bad idea you know, especially as being someone's partner, you should always have your skin in the game here. You should also understand it. So I am very grateful again for us starting this podcast and having this time together to share these short and very to the point tips and have these kind of conversations. But listeners, I'm going to turn to you and please DM us on social media and let us know what topics you're interested in or if you have generalized questions. So before we actually wrap up, today, I want everyone to know that with every single email that Kuder sends out, he ends with a quote that inspires him. And the quotes change all the time. I don't know how often do they change? Every
2: day. Do they <laughs> no, really? I didn't no, know. That. No, no, oh. no, they don't change every day. <laughs> this is the this is the time of the year that I actually work 15-16 hours a day, seven days a week, and in between I take breaks. And I look at the blue sky, or in our case, in Nevada, in the gray sky for the past week or so, and just to get inspired, I search for quotes, and I think, what is going to inspire me and my clients so I can make their day, and I actually put a smile on my own face? So I'll try to do those things as much as possible.
1: Nice. I really like that. Lots of positivity. So as we end our time together today, what quote or thought do you want to leave us with?
2: Thank you, Caroline. Actually, this is something that is very personal to me. And this is from a 12th century uh, Persian poet and philosopher named Shams. He once said, intellect takes you to the door, but it doesn't take you into the house. So what that means to me personally is that you can be the most intelligent person on this planet, but there are times that you actually have to go out and seek professional advice, professional consulting in an area that you do not feel comfortable with. I want you to know something. Albert Einstein never did his own taxes. He found tax code to be the most complicated thing on the planet, and he hired a tax consultant to do his taxes, and hopefully he received a big tax refund for being intelligent enough and use his intellect to hire a tax consultant
1: what a wonderful quote and a wonderful thought to end this podcast. We look forward to being with everybody again soon, answering tax questions, busting down myths, and just making the world tax better. So until then, we hope everyone stays healthy and happy.
2: Thank you, Caroline. I look forward to our next podcast.
0: Thank you for listening to the Breaking the Tax Code podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode of Breaking the Tax Code and would like to receive the show notes or new episodes, visit us at moassasi.com, M-O-A-S-S-E-S-S-I.com, or follow us on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook. Subscribe and follow us on your favorite podcast app.